to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Not God Bless America. God damn America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating us citizens as less than human. God damn America as long as she tries to act like she is God and she is supreme. God is a woman, y'all. God's a woman. She is dead. Greetings, the damned, and welcome to Pa-Damn America. (laughs) (laughs) I feel weird this week. Um, (laughs) The goth-ass socialist podcast uh, for... uh, I don't know. You kind of said it like how a zombie would say it. Sure. Why the fuck not? I'm running out of members of the Monster Mash to plug into the beginning of this Frankenstein's wife. Or are Uh, you afraid to listen (laughs) to her? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the misogynist goth socialist (laughs) podcast for Frankenstein's, not his wife, Dracula and his son. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's a podcast about being gay with Dracula. Yeah. Dracula (laughs) and his son are men going their own way. They're MGTOWs, and they're random as hell, let me tell you. NADLA, National Association for Dracula Boy Love. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Um, I'm writing this this down, we'll use that later. (laughs) uh, uh, Hi, I'm back from the the, uh, ER, the mental hospital. I'm sane, I think. Um, thank you for all the your uh, DMs and um, you know all that shit and tweeting at me and all the love on the fucking Patreon and all that shit. Um, I'm okay. Just to fill you in on what happened to me is my um was going to a therapist. My therapist threw me in the fucking psych ward um, because she thought I was gonna kill myself. And uh, I mean, I have like depression. I am not capable of killing myself. I don't think it sounds like it would hurt. Um. <laughs> It's uh, sounds like a bit of a, a to do, in my opinion. But it's very goth, though. It would bring you closer to being a vampire. Yeah, no. The f- end of this podcast when I go full the crow and I <laughs> yeah. just fly through those fucking factory windows over there with uh, <laughs> podcasting your, headphones on. This is your friends coming to your support, just being like, "You will be cooler <laughs> if you're dead." <laughs> <laughs> we can finally go full goth. If uh, Jake's just all in leather. If the Patreon reaches ten thousand dollars, I would fly through those fucking windows <laughs> <laughs> onto like a stuntman mattress and maybe die because I don't know how to do it. Those windows are actually made of real glass. Um, hmm. But I'll do it for the patrons. Um, I'll shoot myself out of a cannon through my fucking factory windows the day we get kicked out of here. Uh, a yeah. cannon is black as night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think uh, like... The problem with the, the medicine industry is that like it's kind of... Um, you know when you're playing like a Bethesda game like... Fallout or something, and there's like you're talking to someone. There's like multiple things you can say, and then outcomes of the things you you say. A dialogue wheel. So you can't say that you drink more than two drinks when you drink. Otherwise, that causes them to do certain shit. And you can't talk about suicide the way that like I'm a comedian, so I you know 
you're just gonna talk shit out, you know. You just you do like <laughs> your brain just thinks in hypotheticals all day. Yeah, yeah. it's a way out. Yeah. yeah. So you were beating out suicide. You yeah. Were just seeing like what's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, uh, Maybe riffing you need a it better out. Therapist. Uh, no, nah, she's cool. You have to lie to her. About I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just uh, I don't know. I she's actually pretty good, and she like probably wasn't wrong too. I mean, I was like in a massively depressed place, and probably needed to go to the fucking something anyway. But um, but I figured out after. So she's like, "You gotta go to the fucking ER right now." Um, and then I went in there and sort of was like, "Um, oh, I'm not as crazy as." I mean, it was middle of winter. The ER was just full of like homeless people, completely manic and shit. They all yeah. think they're Santa. Yeah. I mean, this woman was just, like, yelling about, you know, Obama and the FBI and shit and, like, uh, you know, eating just, like, a fucking head of romaine lettuce she got <laughs> at a gas station and mad that they were taking it away from her and stuff. And it was, like, um, I just started to think, like, well, what, what, okay, why the fuck did she send me here? Because, like, the doctor came up to me eventually and she was, like, do you want to go or you want to, like, stay here overnight? And I was, like, I don't really, like, I don't, get, like, I don't see what the difference is. So I figured out. Afterwards, in retrospect, uh, my therapist, liability, right? Um, if she didn't do that, she could be held liable for, like, whatever. If I, uh, if I jumped, like, the crow yeah, through yeah. the fucking window or whatever, then mm. it's like that. Sid she's gotta would be sue in, her. She's got to be in a fucking... You can only imagine dying as the crow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would never be, like, a normal way a person dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like... What's funny is in this whole process, I started to figure out what I really need... Um, probably is uh like without boring you with the details of all this like I, I really need a CPAP machine I've been having trouble sleeping for like a long time it's been fucking me up but also um like I need to get on antidepressants and um so what's crazy about the fucking weird Byzantine you know medicine industry especially if you're on like Medicaid like I am here like um you know I went through like these this crazy weeks long process of um you know I have a therapist. They sent me to the ER. The ER says they don't take my they, my uh, insurance. The therapist says I, I'm not able to send you to a psychiatrist, which is you need to go to to get uh, to prescribe something. So I go, you know, to the ER, and then they say, well, okay, you can go to we, we can't treat you, but you can go to all these other places. All these other places say, well, if you already have a therapist, you can't go see our psychiatrist. You have to go through our therapist. Well, how does that work? Well, you have to go through like four months of fucking you know meetings and all this shit or whatever. Yeah. So it's like this cr- crazy process, right? But in the middle of all this, somebody figured out that uh, there is a way to hack the system, which is and I really honestly thought about doing this like for the show because I thought it'd be kind of like funny yeah. and Gonzo, but it would be like yeah. too. Uh, there's there's, there's already too much. Say a name. I have too Do much. You give a, him a fake name. <laughs> no, well, shit, maybe. <laughs> so the idea was what you can do if you really need to get your medicine is. Um, you just go into the ER and you just go, I am going to kill myself and I here's how I'm going to do it. And I have all the stuff. And for if it was me, I'd be like, I've got the crow makeup back at home. <laughs> I've got a diving board. <laughs> <laughs> I have a large glass window. <laughs> and then what they do is they mandatory legally have to keep you for 72 hours and treat you like immediately before they leave you. Right. So that's how you. <laughs> this is, by the way, satire. This is all satire. Like, don't. None of this should be taken Don't seriously. Don't do that. It's too good of a hack. <laughs> <laughs> if everyone does it, none of us can do it. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll be stealing Jake's bit, really. Yeah. Yeah. And stealing bits is the worst thing you can do as a comedian. Yes. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that, like, 
months uh, years ago that was the worst thing a comic <laughs> could do and now it's like please just steal some bits just do comedy and leave people alone make me laugh <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway um yeah i don't know i uh, i finally got to see a doctor today and i got some, i got put on lexapro all right uh so i hasn't i haven't started taking it yet but uh, it's um, great if you're for Le- yeah. from lexapro and you're listening like Talk to us about throwing us some bones for shouting it out. Yeah, yeah. don't you hate going to the uh, ER? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up for fucking Lexapro. Um, so I don't know. I'm doing some self care. Um, I am uh doing my annual detox. Uh, no drinking or drugs or anything. So I've completely lost my mind with manic energy. I played 700 rounds of Fortnite this week. Oh no! Uh, killed like three people. It's been going really well. In the Fortnite. In the Fortnite, okay. yeah, yeah, that, right. satire, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, listening and uh, reaching out and all that stuff. Um, I'm fine. I'm fixing my brain. I should be okay. Um, I, I love have to. I love some of the people that work in those units, like uh, satire. One time, <laughs> I, I I went to one of those units in Minneapolis. And they were like, what's up? And I'm like, I have a plan. And they're like, what's your plan? And I told them it. And the doctor was like, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking roasting me on my on my suicide plan? Dude, there's so there's like a, this other factor to this whole process. And I've talked to other people that have kind of been in situations like this, especially if, if you're not like, I mean, if you obviously this is one of the many things because it's market based. If you have money, you just go in there and then they just fucking help you. you, know, you yeah. do whatever you need. But if you have this, you have to rely on all these other bottom parts of the system. Like you get put in these situations where, like I said, with like the Bethesda thing, like they'll just fucking look at you. And if you have tattoos and stuff, they'll just be like, I'm not giving this to you. You're an alcoholic. And you're like, I met you yeah. five minutes ago. How do you know? But you're right. But how do you know? You know? Um, or, or like, I, mean, I know people who have been like, you know, I don't like I'm not like I don't, you know, and they're like, so what do you say? You have like 10 shots, you know, like, uh, and they'll, you know, so you're like at the whims of these people's interpretations of the fucking system. On it, top of the whole fucking system. So they don't appreciate alcoholism as the art it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. <and they laughs> I'm just, an artist. <laughs> and they just tell you, like, straight up. Like, I had, uh, I'm on Medicaid, too, and I remember my first therapy with a Medicaid ther- therapist, my first therapy appointment with her, and she's, like, from Soviet Russia. Uh, and she was in like, Soviet Russia. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah, just, just fix you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, because she was like, uh, you, you drink because you're anxious, and you're anxious because you drink. Well, she was Yakov's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Slavo Zizek. <laughs> right. Well, it is funny, though, because in many ways, like, they, like I was used to, because my mom was a state employee, so we had pretty good health care for most of my life. So I was used to, like, therapists indulging my bullshit. And I feel like that's most private insurance therapists are going to be like uh, bourgeois, academic minded people who are going to go off on these tangents and like let you talk about this idiosyncratic bullshit. And she's just like, I do not understand why you're anxious. What is subtweet? Someone subtweet you? I do not. She's like, just get over it, basically. And that's like for so for so many things. It's like this. Why am I worrying about this stupid thing? Like, you know. This crisis of anxiety that you are experiencing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, So there's like the human element on top of the whole fucking. I mean, it was like, and the the, 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 like the the third factor that really fucked it up, and that like I found to be the the big through line for me, I guess, was that like. 
the reason this is extra hard when it comes to mental health is because is that if you are already like exhausted trying to go into this thing and then all this is happening that just compounds the whole process and it's like really self-defeating and so like you know i'm gonna try very hard to come out the other end of trying to fix my brain without having to quit drinking because i like enjoy drinking mm. and uh you know i'm gonna take some time off or whatever but like uh you know i would like to you know i understand that there's people who like you gotta like fucking chop that you know sever that thing out of your life or whatever but um i mean it's really the only drug i enjoy like yeah. the all um, or nothing approach is not yeah it's like but i quit drinking for 10 months once and i felt very good yeah like, i mean it, I, like i think if i would have kept drinking i would have died i'm having <laughs> yeah. a great time not drinking like this week like i got all this shit done like you know it's it's good to like clean house or whatever but i it did start to notice that like while this was happening i you know i was fucking walking around from all these like doctors to doctors to doctors and shit like in this minotaur fucking maze of, of bullshit healthcare, you know. And there's no windows <laughs> in Brooklyn. Yeah. They're all these fucking de- like depressing ass. Yeah. yeah. And it's, so I was trying to you know acquire this this fucking treatment, and uh, <laughs> the, the, the offices, offices have no windows. Oh, yeah. Alex have no windows. Alex uh, was very flustered <laughs> <laughs> what Andrews was saying. Uh, they all genuinely didn't know what you were saying. You thought you were talking about Windows operating system? Yeah, There's they're all no on Mac. Safari. I just want my paperclip to tell me how to self-care. <laughs> that's what it should be. That's that's fucking. That's what they have in the UK. They have the paperclip. <laughs> just click on it. He teaches you. So. Like, while this is happening, you know, you're like, okay, well, there's this long, drawn-out process in order to get what you know to be the, the fucking care that you need. But at the same time, if you're actually experiencing, like, the symptoms of the depression that are causing you to, like, you know, make impulsive decisions or whatever, you f- it's so hard to go to the doctor, but you could just walk into a liquor store and with $5 and get drunk, you know? Yeah. If it if it was the other way around yeah. and you had to fucking refer to... But ten people over the course of six months to get a bottle of fucking Jim Beam, you would never do it. You would right. be going to the pill store and abusing pills or whatever. Like yeah. the other way around. You How know? many vegetables Dude, you do you eat a week? Like tens. Like you're not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're too healthy. <laughs> Invest in mindfulness. Have like little centers that people can go to for like an hour and just like meditate and like talk to people and just yeah. Uh, it's you called the shit. Apple Store. Right. right <laughs> yeah. The Apple Store. It's like a different form of self care. But it, I mean, it just shows how many institutions are corrupt. Like if you think going to the hospital is hard, try. Have you tried going to the post office? <laughs> I'm waiting for a place where you can get stamps at home, <laughs> and there might be something where we could have a breakthrough. Pow, I just shit my pants in the uh, hospital. That sounds like uh, something our sponsor, Stamps.com, might be interested in. Do you think if we just just start doing this, they'll start giving us money? (laughs) 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 I like them. I think that they're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Handsome. uh, (laughs) Hey, uh, do you think you're going to... Are you are you having suicidal thoughts? <laughs> Go to betdsi.com. <laughs> bet you're if you're actually going to do it. Yeah. Because you control your own destiny. You could bet somebody that you're not going to commit suicide. Are you and starving and homeless? Try Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just get sent uncooked ingredients. <laughs> it's like you deliver to uh, just above Canal Street. If you're in the middle of one of the darkest parts of your life and you can't see a way out, it can be hard getting hard down there 
<laughs> and that's where MeUndies comes in. <laughs> MeUndies? MeUndies make you hard? Do they make dick pills? No, they make underwear. Oh, they make me hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because they're antimicrobial. Mac Weldon. Uh, we did it. Do your, For hims. Do your MeUndies give you a boner? You should go to the ER and see a doctor because you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we should get into uh, some stories that happened this week. Um, first and foremost, uh, Ben Garrison's maybe outdone himself with the coolest Ben Garrison cartoon of all time. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it. It was a, a perfect this but ironically cartoon. <laughs> unironically cartoon. He published a, uh, a classic Ben Garrison hit piece on uh, this prospect of Beto and Biden running together. Um, it's a picture of them as, I guess, Beavis and Butthead called uh, Bi- Beto, Beto and, and Biden Head. <laughs> he got Beto it backwards. <laughs> and Biden. <laughs> it should have been Bethead. Bethead. Like well, Bedhead? Well, that might have meant like... Beat or Baithead. Uh, even if you don't pronounce bait it like right, it's still... That there's a T in it. He got the pun yeah. wrong. Yeah. Well, I kick. I mean, did Biden he not know what it was called? <laughs> <laughs> Biden does have a very. I don't know. He kind of captures it, but it does. He looks, you know, more like Cotton Hill. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Biden does, does have a very, hill. you know, specific signature head of hair. I mean, it's hair plugs. He's admitted to it. Uh, really? Yeah. He's yeah, like kind of classic fucking forehead. And he's like the founding fathers of uh, of hair hair, hair politicians yeah. today. He really is. <laughs> yeah, people are gonna look in history books like, "What this dude's hair is fucking weird as hell." <laughs> There's not like a lot of politics in this one. They have uh, Biden says, "I'm running for president. You can be vice president." And then Beto said, "You said vice, ha ha ha." And what then- is she laughing at? That's what I don't get. <laughs> what is like the vice? Which is again why he should be butthead because he's laughing so much. Okay. He's also got butthead's face. <laughs> and he's wearing a uh, hammer and sickle, and he says socialism is cool, which seems like it was added in as an afterthought after he finished the Beavis and Butthead part of the joke. Why? <laughs> like, people have an expectation <laughs> of what my yeah, work is about. Uh, I didn't label enough stuff in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> ben Garrison is canceled. <laughs> yeah. There's I'm, no buff Trump. All of his best ones have sexy Trump in them. He has sexy Trump, <laughs> Every single one of them. Oh, He's yeah. like a goatee. Trump man. was the best, though. Goatee Trump. Where's yeah. that photo? That was amazing. You've seen this, right, Jake? What? Where they photoshopped a beard on him? Yeah. yeah. Beard oh, and he's him? bald. Yeah. I yeah. fucking love oh, that. Oh, I go. I thought you said goatee Trump. No. <laughs> That's also I a wish. good Garrison Trump cartoon. Trump is one of the best like Trumps. <laughs> the inside of the asshole. This was like new like metal Trump or something. Yeah, it was like Ooh. Trump if he was in like Godsmack. <laughs> I do want to, while we're on the topic of uh, prescription pills and <laughs> Joe Biden. And who's that, selling? Who's selling? <laughs> I, uh, I have kind of, I'm coining, I'm in the process of coining a sociological phenomenon. I want to define a generation <laughs> that I feel lacks definition. And people are complaining Biden might be too old. Sanders, people are saying is too old. But how? what is their generation? And nobody's pointed to that because they're too old to be baby boomers, but they're not old enough to be the greatest generation. They were born during World War II, very specific generation. You heard it here first, folks, the Cialis generation. Oh. This is the type of man who is featured in an erectile dysfunction drug oh. advertisement. Throwing Doesn't a football Cialis? through a tire swing? Yeah, yeah. those kind of guys who Rain are like Virginia. old enough to throw, or excuse me, young enough so they can still use their arm to throw something, but they're still, 
need the boner mitts. Their arm is limp. Yeah. And maybe smaller than it used to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the Cialis uh, generation. I that's, believe Cialis uh, gonna also turk, makes That's going to take bigger, off. This is going to be a sociological. People are going to write articles about the Cialis generation, what we're, we're going to do with them for their Medicare and all that shit. You heard just it here give first. them Cialis. Yeah, that's only well, you know. It's simpler than with other generations, <laughs> right? That the will be that's Cialis. Trump's health care plan. <laughs> the disabled get Cialis. <laughs> I guess they are kind of the Cialis generation because, like, they you have to be that old to just like, ha- like, have health insurance, be acquiring dick pills through your health insurance. Whereas, yeah. like, millennials, you know. They we get them at, we buy them online or something. Also, yeah, I buy them from a factory in India. T- tiger pills from the gas station yeah. and shit and chewable Viagra and shit. <laughs> Biden's not buying that, yeah. If they were born... Well, actually, he would, but most guys that age don't. During World War II, they're also coming up on, like, one of the greatest economic expansions uh, in history, which yes. is America after World War II. So they probably have a career or something to speak of. And they can use that to get a plan where they make their cock as hard as a wall. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, they Mr. don't acknowledge Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> Hit my back wall. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't acknowledge that shit, too. They don't get... And the baby boomers and the Cialis generation specifically because they didn't have the feel good uh, free love uh, baby boom leftism. But they also didn't have the service of having to fight in World War Two. The Joe Bidens of the world. He gave that fucking speech where he says he has no sympathy for millennials who are like broke. He said yeah. that. We have no yeah. sympathy for them. <laughs> like, what a fucking... Yeah, he sucks. Right They're the not rails. aware of the, 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 the like, social reality. Yeah, that, was, uh, that, was, right, that was a direct reaction to Sanders' uh, post-election momentum, too. That, that was, really? like, April 2017. Oh, yeah? Right? Yeah. This is a Maybe he's going to rip his fucking hair plugs. And we should keep no. talking about Biden. But is the back walls for a man the prostate? Like, if you're mm. getting fucked anally, would it be the prostate? Because there's no wall back. You just go <laughs> into the large intestine. Uh, well, I have many walls. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of walls being erected around this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> when I ask the real questions people want to know. Well, it's not a wall. It's a like a, like a little like giblet thing. It's like a tunnel. An entryway. Yeah. It's like um, yeah, you know when like you're a like a, in a fun house and there's like an obstacle between um, like a bouncy castle. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> a one hole. side and the other that you can like bounce over. Alex, <laughs> what are you asking? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think that's the prostate. Yeah. This is what Bernie's talking about when he talks about Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> Wall Street, they hold you down and they make <laughs> they you They shove storm. the money up your ass. <laughs> that's going to be the new that's going to be the new centrist talking point. We got we got old guys talking about walls. We have Trump talking about building a wall and we have another angry old guy yelling about Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walls and walls on both sides. We're in the middle of the walls. Um yeah, Biden fucking sucks. He's uh is that the same speech where he was like uh you know, 500 billionaires aren't the fucking problem. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. The problem is my grandson will not email me. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I think it's you're right. The hair plugs is why he doesn't get the fucking treatment that Bernie gets with being old yeah. because they're the fucking same age. Can you imagine if Bernie just showed up tomorrow and he has like a full head of hair? Like, what? What are you looking at? He's got like a Stephen really Miller nice fucking <laughs> spray on hair or just a hat. He's just got like a fucking uh, 
that like uh, Irish guy hat that aging hipsters always try to put on. Oh, the the page boy hat. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, no, the cabbie hat. That's like a yeah. move. Certain types of like leather jacket Irish punk dudes just yeah. uh-huh. start wearing those hats at one point. It's like, oh, you went bald. I see that. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. from Boston. <laughs> I have close friends who wear these hats, and they look good. They look like powerful street toughs, yeah. which is the look you're going for. I mean the street dogs. <laughs> uh. Bernie's got to start wearing a tough hat to show he's serious about taking on the big banks. Well, if he's going to take on Trump's hat, he's yeah. got to have his own hat. We got a new hat. We got to make a new hat. Trump's I swear, hat fucking sucks. <laughs> I swear Biden's Iowa speech is going to be like, to quote Jeff Bezos, <laughs> I am not the problem. It's going to be... Naked contempt. <laughs> None of you look at me. Everything left of him. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> look over there. <laughs> Lower your eyes, worms. I'll see your votes in November. <laughs> um, another thing that happened this week is that the governor of my home state of Texas, this guy Greg Abbott, um, tweeted out something in response to um, a story about uh, you know some some what's been labeled, I guess, as like. Muslim organizations uh, organizing around the concept of BDS against Israel. Um, Let me see if I can find the tweet here. In Texas, we like things Jewish. (laughs) Yeah, this is what he tweeted. Uh, Fuck. Where to go? Where to go? And this is after Beto has gone to APAC and had their little. What are they doing down there? Sand? Uh, Is it a sand thing? (laughs) An APAC? Yeah. They're sanding? Well, no. Why are they going to Texas? What are they doing in Texas? You know, you would think based uh, oil. on oil biases. They're comparing oils. <laughs> They're out there looking yeah. for t- black gold. What he wanted to lift the crude oil ban too. Abbott. No, uh, Be- Beto. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of crude yeah. stuff. Yeah, he are would, they hunting uh, snakes? He wouldn't. That's the uh, thing people do over there. He wouldn't sign up for a ban on offshore drilling or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, we don't have to he um. But uh, he's gr- got nothing going for him. Yeah, he uh, sucks. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not really, a senator or in elected office. He's just a anymore. guy who lost a, po- a political race and has no morals. But he's started to gain this like weird cultural space where like anybody who's on our side left of a certain line already understands what's going on with them and there's like this great Liz Brunig piece and they talked about Chapo or whatever about the you know the subtle things going on with them but he's starting to occupy this weird like liberal mind space where everyone's mad at any any of us for criticizing him at all and shit and they're you know I don't know. He's entering part of their weird pathological crazy The Never Sanders wing of the party. Yeah. Needs a hot young boy, <laughs> right? To him spruce and fucking Biden. They're shooting themselves. Two white guys. Yeah, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Like coalescing around Kamala. That would be a strategy that makes sense. I hope they don't. But like that, that would make more sense. Yeah, it, they just got a fucking uh, uh, infatuation temporarily with this dude. It'll. Yeah. They're fickle. It'll it's just where. embarrassing that like our enemies have so many bad plans <laughs> and still beat us every time. Yeah, <laughs> um, it hurts my feelings. So Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, tweeted uh, again uh, in in a response to this sort of whole BDS thing. Um, basically, a, a group is challenging a no boycott of Israel law, so they're just defending you know the concept of BDS. He tweeted, how, how would you stop that? <laughs> I it's so dumb. It's like well, I mean, there have been laws floated in the past that are like you know it just 
the concept is just making like boycotting Israel you like a felony. But it's like, what do you mean? You're gonna bust into a gas station and like kick someone down on the floor for buying not buying Sabra hummus. That's what I was gonna say. Not yeah. buying it. it doesn't make any sense. You know, Usually if you walk past the hummus, <laughs> they know you're boycotting and yeah. they make you buy the hummus. <laughs> well, he tweeted, "Texas stands with Israel." Then the then a period, then the word period, then another period. Um, hashtag Texas Ledge. Um, Texas stands with Israel, right? But uh, Greg Abbott, here's the thing. He's in a fucking wheelchair. So no. he doesn't stand with anyone. Oh, <laughs> this is earth shattering. <laughs> if you find that offensive, email someone else. Uh, I don't care. Email Virgil Texas uh, yeah. at Trapo Trapo. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's horrible. He's the Wait, is he permanently? Is he permanently that way, or it's just as a temporary thing? <laughs> no, no, I don't think he's when temporarily. When is it a temporary okay. thing? I guess <laughs> <sometimes it laughs> My dad was yeah. temporarily in a wheelchair. Break your legs or something. Yeah, no, no, he's like permanently in a wheelchair. Okay, well, you know. Um, but still, what about you, Soda they can Stream? still be bad people. I want to talk about Soda good, Stream. Yeah. I want to talk about the Waze app. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, what are some other fine BDS products. Is the Waze app... From Israel? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. It shows you little Palestinian children on the <laughs> app. Yeah. It's How much <laughs> traffic in the Gaza or the oh West man. Bank they it, can destroy. You're like, Waze, take me home. And then it just shows you up like some other guy's house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is yours now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, 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 uh, it, Cuomo is also uh, anti-BDS. Which is, you know, he's coming from a state that's a lot more diverse than Texas, which, you know, you'd think he'd be a little more cautious about that. Uh, but something he, d- he did this week, which I think is something Beto is latching onto, something a lot of centrists are going to discover they need to do, they can do it easily, come out for legalizing weed. Uh, it's a it's a winner. It's a winner. Everybody wants legal weed. Conservatives, libertarians. You can like, and you can. It's a great way to fake left because it's seen as sort of a was seen as a fringe position just a couple of years ago, and now is an easy way to sort of uh, introduce yourself to a more progressive Democratic Party. Yeah, isn't Cuomo like flirting with that right now? He said he's right. he's he's out for it. Oh, he wants it. Because he's a gay woman it. or whatever. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna use that money. I'm a Rastafarian. <laughs> <laughs> I am every member Bumba of Clyde. House of Pain. <laughs> Bumba uh, Clod, New York State. Bumba Clod. <laughs> you tax the weed, and then you can pay for a second Amazon headquarters. Mm. Yeah, that's, so that's see, money that's going back thing. into the state. That's the thing that's happening in Colorado and Washington and all these places. They legal they legalize weed. And uh, and they're used to saying like, well, we would love to do this thing that gives kids, you know, food, but uh, we don't have the money. And now they t- they have weed, they tax it, and they're like, uh, you know, so we're gonna have a fucking uh, battle over that surplus. Yeah, fight for that surplus, people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess that uh, should lead us into. Well, do you want to talk about the Amazon? Uh... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, please. Uh. So. Amazon Cuomo, as I think we should start calling him now. Um, we should call him Amazon Cuomo. We should. That's what he wants. he's a strong and independent woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amazons, by the way, were gender fluid. Yeah. Interesting. Just fact like fluid. our governor. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> Who I is identity all people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's everyone. He should just have a new 
person like come up and give his speeches every day. You yeah, know, and that way he's person. just like, yeah. but he's like keeping kayfabe that it's him every time. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I've decided to be a cabbie today, off right. to drive around New Yorkers. Yeah, well, he is so intersectional that he is a company. Uh, Amazon Cuomo, and uh, there was a... He I am Legion, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, his, his in prime form. He um, negotiated... That was an t- awful joke. I'm sorry. Uh, he negotiated this deal for HQ2. So bad, I just got it. <laughs> we can Thor. apologize for bad jokes. <laughs> yes. Not offensive ones, just bad ones. Um, but he negotiated this thing with de Blasio... Uh, and Amazon behind closed doors, and they finally like made their way over to City Hall and and uh, took a little whiplash um, th- last week. They had a hearing for the the Amazon deal, and I wasn't quite aware of this. I I knew there was a little bit. Uh, I knew they had taken the lead, the state and the city, uh, but there was no input, basically whatsoever from on from the actual deal. Uh, from the city council. There were people who were like, yeah, that sounds good, but they didn't have any meetings with the mayor, none of that shit, and so they get this this fucking uh, suit, James Patchett, who is the mayor's uh, New York City uh, Economic Development Corporations like a public corporation. He's the head of it. They got um, a you got a plan that's full of holes. They ha- hired James Patchett to come on and patch it up. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. Did everybody see the strings happening? He's here? patching the holes. I'm mad. <laughs> Apologize. Yeah. No, I'm he's so patching sorry, the holes. Everyone. No, he's patching the holes in the democracy you can't that is coming through. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to. I haven't seen any of the movies. <laughs> what if you had to step down from hosting the Oscars just because you told jokes that were like just so bad it turns out you yeah. fucking suck <laughs> I, I, post, I tweeted after that happened i'm like some of us should have to apologize for jokes we posted last week but like it didn't come across but uh yeah sorry right. Andrew, can, go I, can I you just, apologize for that joke yes quick, i will <laughs> quick story about this i don't know exactly what happened here but i um uh when i was like uh real wigged out um i tweeted uh a there's I they always there's a cliche among comedians like oh when you're real depressed that's when you write your best shit and it's I don't think it's I, true it's horrible yeah um it's especially bad uh if you look at considering like you know what Kanye is saying right now about how like oh I couldn't have written beautiful dark and twisted fantasy when I was on meds and stuff and he's like encouraging people to like it's it's bullshit you you do better when you're on the way back up I think um, yes well. Uh, I don't know, without getting into that or whatever, but I, I, I thought, oh, I'll tweet while I'm, like, feeling real weird or whatever. And I looked at my Twitter. It, it wasn't good. I tweeted the worst joke of all time, which is, uh, it was, like, Kevin Hart is so short he has to step up from hosting the Oscars or something. Yeah. It was real bad. <laughs> That's when we started calling you. <laughs> We're yeah. like, Jake's not okay. <laughs> so I was He's like, doing short jokes. Well, okay, this is like a laffy taffy joke or whatever. But then, but then it hit some weird corner of the internet where, for some reason, a bunch of Kenyan journalists got really mad at me about it. <laughs> like really mad. Aren't like they told. I do told what you do on your podcast and apologize. <laughs> for that <laughs> joke. Yeah, I don't know what they were even defending, like him or the concept of shortness or whatever. The nation of Kenya. Anyways, uh, I'm not sorry, Kenya. What did I'm they fighting. say? What were their... <laughs> I, d- I don't remember. They okay. were just like, you know, just typical, like this guy calls himself a comedian, you know, <laughs> or but in an accent that I'm, I can't even come close to. Let's doing. see okay. how he does at long distance running, a specialty of us here <laughs> in Kenya. 
Um, Good impression. Sorry, Thank you. Go on with that Amazon thing. <laughs> oh, so uh, they had this hearing, and they just, like, ripped these guys apart. They had J- Jimmy Patchett on there. They had... Patch up. What's that? <laughs> Uh, they had um, some douche from Amazon uh, given this testimony. Uh, there was no one on the city council in that hearing anyway who had anything positive to say about the deal. Um, and I looked into this guy, James Patchett, and he's Goldman Sachs. He was a Goldman at Goldman Sachs. And you look at all the people in, Deve- in De Blasio's economic development thing, and that's the team. That's what he had. I, maybe that's you would say that's what he had to work with, but like. Uh, everybody is in from from fucking the business community. They don't have any like actual community leaders who are on this team uh, trying to, you know, make New York City a little livable for people who aren't billionaires. Um, yeah, they jumped on that to see what they could leech off of it. And, you know, as soon as they're done, they will jump right off, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's about making connections and all this shit. And that's why I was really fucking pissed that uh, de Blasio got invited to... Um, the Sanders Institute opening, he, and he gives this little speech where he's, t- he's bragging about how New York City has a uh, full pre-K. And what he doesn't mention is that they tried to do, like, a program that would be, like, pre-K, and they couldn't get it. So what they did is just, like, change the regulations for, like, who can be a pre-K. And it just became what? a lot easier <laughs> to, to make your apartment into a, like, daycare facility. Oh. I was have, like, what test happened. exams for pre-K. <laughs> I, was really, I was really hoping you were going to say it, and I was really mad that de Blasio got invited to the Jacobin holiday party. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the fucking Verso loft. <laughs> he was uh, hitting on uh, someone who was on Red Scare. And, uh, uh, I have uh, one news item before we get into the Oh, but main. I was just going to oh, say, sorry, yeah. uh, tweet at... Um, this guy, James Patchett, his name is lowercase on Twitter, kind of oh, a beta come move. On. Uh, follow him at JB Patchett. And uh, what's something I can tweet at him right now? Because they're using our tax. This is money that could should be going to the MTA is fucked. It's got to be something. And we're giving, Tell him like, to follow a- ACLU official. <laughs> okay. Follow him. I'm so mad. I'm about to jump through a window at the crow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Tell him, tell him about the crow. Okay. The crow. Uh, billions. Send him quotes from the movie The Crow. Millions of dollars in tax write-offs for Amazon. Meanwhile, the crow is running rampant. It around Bushwick. That's really good. It's catchy. People will remember. It. <laughs> okay. Tweeted at this guy. <laughs> at JB Patchett. Think of mean things to tweet at him, please. He only has 815 followers, too. So if he gets a burst, he'll know what, where it's coming from. Uh, so did you guys see this uh, this BuzzFeed article about Kamala Harris today? What? Oh. It's fu- it was okay. So it's a new survey it? finds Kamala Harris has big support for a presidential run from top Democratic women of color. Would you and say she's a- bae? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny because it's like, okay, a national survey of women of color that include political organizers, donors, uh, party leaders. Um, so she has overwhelming support. It's a survey of 222 people that they don't really outline. They don't really say who uh, who they are. They are um, all prison guards. Yeah, she the people <laughs> survey who responded to a question asking who. And this is in the uh, this is in the third fourth graph. Uh, uh, they were asking who they don't support. And would not consider for president named Sanders in their top three because they don't what? think he'd be able to. They 
and like the rest say. of the article is entirely about Bernie Sanders. It's so mm. it's like it's so like I'm reading this. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like a dumb, uh, you know, little poll piece. And then it's like the way they're contextualizing this. And then later on they go, Sanders, though, still has signs of support on the left. In a separate straw poll of 94,000 members of Democracy (laughs) for America released Tuesday morning, Sanders leads the field of prospective candidates. Uh, And I have my reservations about Sanders running, don't get me wrong, but like – and, uh, but then they landed on that fucking headline. I like BuzzFeed is really centering themselves as this purveyor of like a very shallow brand of identity politics. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to do some great things in this upcoming election. Well, they used to just do Harry Potter quizzes and shit. Yeah, that's yeah. how they made their money. Yeah. Fuck yeah. is happening. That's how I mean, Peretti made his money. Yeah. But they, they, I think they recognize that there are a lot of millennials who love shit. So they'll have articles like that, but then they'll also have like articles that are catering to his base that say favorable things about him. It's just, just kind of like... Why even clickbait. mention Sanders in the piece yeah. and then include... It doesn't make any because sense. Because that's, that's, what, that's what they're fucking selling. They're yeah, not trying yeah. to sell the truth. And you're right to look at the sample size of the fucking surveys, right? Because yeah. those that's the most important thing in any of this shit. And it renders 90% of these articles about, oh, this person's polling this, that, or whatever, irrelevant. And a good example of that is if you look at what happened earlier this week, there's this fucking... Uh, there, First, there's these white ladies on Twitter that were tweeting like this hilarious shit about how like they were like, you know, I've seen black Twitter. I've read it. And I don't understand all of it, <laughs> but I got something to tell you. Black, t- this is a quote: Black Twitter ain't having no Bernie. And, it, like, <laughs> and it's like this white lady is like, are you speaking on behalf of black Twitter because you read it and admittedly didn't understand most of it? Put You're your just, finger down. But <laughs> you feel like it's just so racist to just like be like, well, you know, I may be like this white lady from Massachusetts, but let me tell you all of black people's opinion, right? I but may so be that, it, it would be funny if she was actually just reading like horse Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> she was reading a Facebook page dedicated to horse Twitter. She's just watching old episodes of Martin and just going like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your struggle. This was Twitter back then. <laughs> 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 But the the reason that was so funny is because like the next day this uh this this like survey comes out directly in basically in opposition to that, which is a uh, a survey that showed uh, Bernie to be like you know highest favorability among non whites and it's like this big clapback and it's really funny or whatever. But admittedly that survey, if you look into it, it's a survey of about like a thousand people or something. So like unless you're surveying like tens of thousands of people at least, what is your like sample size you know what is the litmus test for any of this shit i I think it's why this is just like this is pointless clickbait journalism like it doesn't matter it's not a good indicator of anything or the other if anything all it's trying to do is uh change the way people think about these these various candidates by like uh creating a narrative of other people already think this or that put your surveys on Fortnite. you will get Millions of <laughs> interviews, all from important politically engaged players. <laughs> fucking Fortnite character, and the character's black, but it's a white woman's voice. It's like, black Twitter ain't having no Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> I'm floss dancing because I'm black. Carlton is suing Fortnite because <laughs> he, really? he thinks they stole their dan- his dance. The floss dance? Yeah. Did he make that no, dance up? No, no, no. He thinks they stole the Carlton dance. The floss yeah, dance oh. kid is also suing uh, <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the kid from the fucking SNL Katy Perry appearance who like uh, sort of sparked, he's the source Left of the shark? floss dance like two years ago. 
Him and Carlton are both suing Fortnite at the same time because, according to them, they're both of their individual dances <laughs> wow. are wow. intellectual property that's been like. Don't even get me started on dance patent law in this country. <laughs> Carlton and Floss versus Fortnite. There was a uh, speaking of legal battles with Fortnite. There was like an article a few months ago that was like Fortnite has been cited in 241 per- divorce proceedings this year. <laughs> <laughs> China banned Fortnite for blood. Good for them. Week. I wrote a bad news. Uh, our uh, joke about it, about how uh, it's banned in China, just like Mario Party Tiananmen Square. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, <laughs> you have to fucking like, like put the stick in a circle and say it's on fire or whatever. You just have to stand still gasoline. in front of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yoshi just getting run over by a tank. <laughs> <laughs> just opening fire on Wario. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna ask what Fortnite is about, but I realized it's not. That's more of an off-cast. I thought it would make sense to ban Fortnite in China because it's a Japanese-ass game based on battle royale. But oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The, the book and movie. Yeah, the movie. Battle Royale. <laughs> Someone's listening from China. We didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great. Reason. <laughs> so it's kids killing one another. Well, it's like you. You can. Do the floss dance. (laughs) Tell them about it, Jake. It's just nonsense. It's like a fucking game where 100 people get dropped on an island and then you just go run around and try to find guns to shoot each other. And there's no prizes. You can just buy, like, like costumes and dances and it's all for glory it's uh and it's kind of freemium like you get addicted it's technically free but you'll immediately get addicted and just start pumping credit card money into it so you Ah. can get like a fucking so you can do the floss dance and me i got like a, a plague doctor character it's that I'm pretty happy with. Plague Doctor, yeah. like right. with the beak. Yeah, that it's, pr- shit. it's pretty cool. I, I spent ten dollars so I could be a Plague Doctor in a video game so where I from fight all against ten year olds. History, pop culture, just all kinds of different. Can you get avatars. a costume where your wife stays with you? <laughs> no, it's the only <laughs> thing you can't get. Can you be Joe Biden? Uh, that would be fucking badass if you could get his hair. His hair plugs or a skin <laughs> that he won through Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you form little alliances with one another. It's you, you can play different ways. You can okay. play solo, or you can play um, like Duo alliances Q. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but before we get bogged down in uh, this is a Fortnite podcast. Fortnite, yeah. <laughs> which uh, thrilling content. I know we should probably round out by talking about this last story. Um, as long as I'm segueing from uh, fucking black people ain't having no Bernie or whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, in black news, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny that that lady was like, "Black people ain't having no Bernie," and then her favorite pub- publication, the New York Times, fucking <laughs> published this insane <laughs> article, pretty much arguing that black people are having Bernie, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> but it's only because they're brainwashed it by wasn't Russia. Their idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's either. Either you speak, uh, the liberal perspective this week is either you're speaking on behalf of black people or that they're brainwashed. By Russia. You're like. <laughs> and they're bots. They could, you just could not possibly have not voted for uh, Hillary Clinton or like whatever. Or, and that's not even true either. I mean, fucking Sanders base largely voted for Hillary Clinton, you know, but we've yeah, been more down than, that a million times. More than Hillary supporters yeah, voted 25% for Obama in 2008. Uh, 25% of Clinton voters voted for McCain. Let's, yeah. um, let's talk about this article some more. What 
are they arguing the Russian websites did specifically? Okay, check this out. Uh, article in the New York Times uh, entitled, Rush, uh, Russian 2016 Influence Operation Targeted African Americans on Social Media. Um, Which is wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Russian influence campaign on social media in the 2016 election made an extraordinary effort to target African Americans, used an array of tactics to try to suppress turnout among dem Democratic voters, and unleashed a blizzard of activity on Instagram that <laughs> rivaled or exceeded its posts on Facebook, according to a report produced for Senate Intelligence Committee. So this, the thing that they're trying to zero in on via, um, what is the name of this fucking, it's the IRA. Internet Research Agency, <laughs> the most specific name of all time. <laughs> Internet Research Agency, which mm. is like when a Chinese restaurant is named Chinese Restaurant. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like if Jacob Wall named it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Internet Research Agency is claiming that they found a couple of uh, a couple of Instagram accounts that um, and and <laughs> by the way, this is like coming off the heels of like they finally indicted one woman in like the Russian version of the NRA or whatever on, on spy charges or something. And it looks insane. She looks like the, the she kept talking about how much she loves black people specifically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, in Soviet Russia, black people love me. Uh, <laughs> Bernie ain't having no black people. Oh, you think you vote for Hillary Clinton? Well, maybe you see top 10 key and peel reaction chief. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> she looks like the spy looks like the fucking, you know, nothing Jon Snow lady from Game of Thrones. She's kind of <laughs> hot. Um, but like sh her story doesn't make really that as much sense as people are trying to, you know, frame it as, but th this, this crazy, uh, internet research association or whatever, um, or internet research. Okay. The internet research agency trolls have, it, uh, denounced the investigation of r uh, Russian election interference as Weird, weird conspiracy pushed only by liberal cryberry, crybabies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, Internet Research Agency is the the company that that is supposedly the troll organization. Um, that's why it's such a nonsense name. I see. Right. Um, and they set up uh, like a Facebook page called "quote American Fury," like with an apostrophe, <laughs> declared falsely that Mr. Mueller worked with radical Islamic groups. Another back the badge called James B. Comey, the FBI director fired by Mr. Trump, a dirty cop. So, you know, I mean, like, they're just, like, trying to pin all these... Uh, Those just sound like chud pages, though. Right, so, like, yeah. I don't really understand how that's tricking... Well, so the black community. The <laughs> well, that's one. That's one side of it, and then they're also trying to okay. So divide that, that everybody against the libs. I think this the story they're trying to tell here is that okay. So they had like these Facebook chud accounts, like American fucking blah, 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 you know, uh, back the badge, uh, you know, all that Blue Lives Matter kind of bullshit that is uh, targeted towards white people. But um, and and also an underlying thing about a lot of these. Uh, these puppet like um, Facebook pages and, and Twitter accounts and Instagram pages and stuff like that is that like nobody saw this shit. They're trying to act like this had some huge massive effect, but you know, I mean, there was probably just full of bots and shit, right? Um, the the story I I think that they're trying to sort of subtly tell here is that like on team follow back. black people don't use Facebook, they use Instagram. <laughs> That's so where they had a breakthrough here. So there's. <laughs> So there's these <laughs> other Instagram accounts that they they uh, uncovered. One, 
uh, at army underscore of underscore Jesus underscore, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I looked all these up. You can't find them anymore. They've all been taken down. But uh, army Hmm. of Jesus, quote, first posted in uh, January uh, 2015 images from the Muppet show and then shifted to the Simpsons. And by early Uh, 2016, became became (laughs) Jesus focused. Multiple memes associated with Jesus and Mr. Trump's campaign and Satan uh, of that of uh, that of his rival Hillary Clinton. Um, so, like, the idea behind this army of Jesus story is that, like, oh, they they set it up years in advance, and at first it was just an innocent meme account, but then slowly they inserted Jesus and Jesus hang out with Trump and uh, fucking Hillary Clinton as the devil and all this shit, and this just just preyed on the feeble minds of black Americans who, you know, apparently were by and large turned uh, against Hillary Clinton by this. Who have no reason to be <laughs> angry at America. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. Uh, well, <laughs> That's yeah, the other thing. I mean, some of them, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, the they're talking about mass incarceration or whatever, but, like, Trump Jesus? I don't know any black... <laughs> I, I can't imagine that many black people would be motivated to like go out and vote for Trump Jesus. No, like, if what? you're a black person who wears a cowboy hat, well, it's oh, okay. the the argument is they like didn't vote. Clark. They didn't yeah. vote, but like that's obvious. That that seems like that one would be. I don't know. These of, are well, chud the, pages. I want more <laughs> yeah. Bernie Sanders black websites uh, condemning Russia. Uh, my favorite part was the name of the websites they set up. Um, their biggest Russian Instagram account was at Blackstagram, which that's a good name. <laughs> 303,000 followers. That's like a very solid Instagram name. Um, they also made over a dozen websites like blackmattersus.com, blacktivist.info, blacktolive.org, and blacksoul.us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They also use that, uh, that black, uh, McDonald's website that they set up, like, it- 2007 or whatever you hear about that shit they invented oh, yeah. grimace <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the russians have <laughs> grimace is a russian chaos agent <laughs> designed to lure black people and fat kids away from <laughs> their fucking leader hillary clinton get your red hands away from our clown so um something that's important to the story i the think is, burglar so like <laughs> that fucking blackstagram account for instance uh it says oh they boasted 303,000 followers well I mean, don't you think a large chance here is that those? Are, I mean, you've seen accounts that have like three hundred thousand followers. A lot of them are real bots. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Just made yeah. up or whatever. If you yeah. follow me, I will follow you back. <laughs> 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 but uh, the other, <laughs> the other important part of the story is like uh, this, this line here. In some cases, Facebook ads were targeted at users who had shown interest in particular topics, including Black History. The Black Panther Party and Malcolm X. So you mean people that like read history and have good <laughs> reason to be aware of racism in America? Like, honey, Russia's telling me that our grandparents were enslaved <laughs> for hundreds of years. <laughs> also, the Black Panther Party and Malcolm X. Hmm, what did those <laughs> two people believe in? <laughs> yeah, making America great. Yeah, 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 they believed in a great America. Uh, 
pretty uh pretty bad le- at pretty bad lefty had a pretty good uh take on this and we've talked about this on the podcast before uh you know it's like it's not like the propaganda is the problem is people falling for this propaganda it's always existed and he had a good thread that you can look up uh it starts with uh, i'm not going to read more articles about russia posting propaganda aimed at blacks and people disenchanted a bit by the two-party system primarily because none of those pieces ever address the vacuum left by the current media landscape that leaves people susceptible to that and it goes on for a while and um uh, there doesn't really seem to be a desire to address this void and the implicit and explicit demands of media that create it just to look at it uh its worst manifestations to go huh can't believe people fall for that but that is facile myopic thinking everyone falls for propaganda in one form or another everyone falls for conspiracy theories to assume otherwise is to think that your worldview and manner in which you engage with the world is objectively the correct one pretty uh, good take for a pretty bad lefty yeah yeah there you go nice. pretty good twitter account but it's just like think about all the bullshit media stories that came out 10 years ago about that was that about Obama. That was just on CNN all the time. Oh yeah, right. like the main story was Reverend Wright. Uh, shout out to our Godfather, Podfather. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, and him being a black Muslim. Mm-hmm. Just right. because he wants to make a caliphate around the globe, it doesn't make. <laughs> yeah, him which a he failed. <laughs> failed at, <laughs> unfortunately. God, I wish we had elected. Reverend Wright instead. <laughs> <laughs> I still hope we can elect Bill Ayers. I don't think it's too late. Um, I, the weather is he still alive? Yeah, he still know. gives like speeches and stuff. He dena- uh, he debated Dinesh D'Souza. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just ago. blew up his podium. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's his whole debate <laughs> strategy every time. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, um, we should do a Weather Underground episode. That'd be fucking cool. There's already that really good documentary on it, so I feel like it's like kind of done. But you know, people don't know. They don't know. No, that's perfectly in our wheelhouse. You clowns don't know about this shit. Uh, Chrisman did a really good Chapo talk history on the Weather Underground. No, Um, I'm just trying to imagine now. Remember in Goldeneye at the end where the the guy who plays Nightcrawler, what's his name? Um, Nightcrawler. Jake Gyllenhaal. No, the not that one. <laughs> the other oh. Alan something. He was in uh, Goldeneye, but he was plays a Russian hacker. I'm just like imagining that guy like sitting at a, his his comp- nuke desc there, like, like epic like, clapping back. Oh, yeah. who plays <laughs> the guy who plays <laughs> Boris? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Boris. Uh, what's his name? Alan something. <laughs> anyway, but that's who we're talking. That's who we're afraid of. Look, clap, yeah, her that clap. That's, we're uh, that's afraid the of the. We're afraid of the meme guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I am invincible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> guy with the pen. Yeah. One point four <laughs> million dollars <laughs> is going to take down is nothing is uh, <laughs> incomparable to APAC. That's, that's such a fucking funny point. <laughs> the fucking boogeyman for this weird era we're living in is the I am invincible guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- but that is a good point, though, because, you know, all the Cold War shit that was going on in, like, uh, in the James Bond uh, stories that, you know, oddly that Russian uh, uh, villain sort of crept into a 90s James Bond uh, you know, movie or whatever, but you know, it's all Cold War stuff. And this shit that they're saying in this article, it like it's, it's got this amazing circular logic to it because they'll reference their own conspiracy theory from the Cold War about Russia having uh, indoctrinated the Black Panthers and shit back then. Which back then it was the same smear job. It was the same 
media fucking hit job, right? right? And you I'm also looking, gave I, them nowhere to go. Like you, they needed to work with you know you were cutting off their fund their ability to raise funds for themselves in the U.S. So they had to go to the Soviet Union. Yeah, I'm looking for a smear job. <laughs> <laughs> I went right on the deep web for, to get a smear job. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I mean, the, the, there's a lot some of troubling history on my day. <laughs> the other circular logic thing here is it's so frustrating to talk to um, fucking resist hashtag resist people because they're either they say, uh, OK, this is unprecedented. Nothing like the Russian collusion has ever happened. We need, you know, all hands on deck. This, this is the number one issue. It is unprecedented. And, and if you say, uh, actually, no, it's not. As a matter of fact, in 2016, you had the Israeli government colluding with the Trump campaign in a way that's very transparent. Everyone can see it. Uh, if you try to bring out these counterexamples, Casper Weinberger being pardoned by George H.W. Bush in a lame duck session, that's obviously an abuse of power that could have, you know, provoked a even more severe constitutional crisis. Um, they say, that's whataboutism. So on the one hand, they'll say this is unprecedented. On the other hand, if you give an example for why it's not unprecedented, then they'll say, like, this is not an, a valid uh, oh, a line of critique. Or just if, if you bring up the fact that there was uh, collusion in 2016 from the Italian government, they'll tell you it's forget about it. Spot <laughs> 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 on. To jump on Anders's point, also the millions of dollars or the stranglehold APAC has on both parties yeah. and continues to. An open collusion. Right. Also, Russia's not buying. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> like, we have to be a friend of Russia. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, right. Beto, Beto's not going to a fucking Russia-American affairs conference. Like, conference. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> to, to bring up another point to that is that not, not only will they tell you, well, oh, this Russian collusion thing is happening right now and it's unprecedented and nothing like this has ever happened, they'll turn around and tell you, this is just like the Cold War. This is a, uh, has happened exactly before, which is entirely, you know, obviously not the same thing. I we don't know. understand the fucking difference between Soviet Union and Iran and Russia or whatever. But, uh, but they're, you know, like this whole argument in this fucking New York Times piece about black people, I, I just can't get over how racist it is because it's like when you buy into all this Russia shit, what you're implying is, you know, that because you believe Russia caused Trump to be elected, then racism didn't exist in America and didn't cause Trump to be elected. You see yeah, you're letting mind. us off. Mm. You're letting us off the hook so easy. Like, <laughs> that's the biggest problem with the fucking RussiaGate thing. Is that the, the, I think the reason it's so emotionally appealing to people is because if you believe that shit, then you don't have to confront what actually happened, which is that you fucking live in a place that's actually racist in a lot of abstract ways and a lot of direct ways, and like that shit directly led to why we have a fucking crazy racist fascist. Yeah, act. we never have to grapple with that. Like Dave Chappelle went on CNN and said that he yeah. like, they were talking about Russia and they was like uh I don't know did Russia make us racist like, <laughs> that's Russia exactly what they're arguing here in this fucking New York Russia Times article though 60 million racists they're saying like oh hackers the other thing these hackers do is that they dismiss any of these Russia arguments as like uh, oh the, you know that the America was racist and that there's another explanation for this they're saying that Look here at Russian account Jank Flores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A lot of that Russia, it just comes, it's like, a, it's a corruption scandal. It's a money laundering scandal. That's what the whole thing is. It's like people are missing the mark. It's like, yeah, if you can right. put Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen and whoever else in jail, fucking go for it. But don't. Is, yeah. It's like, does this mean you're going to go after the rest of the political class? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If right, so, because great. Because uh, probably everyone running, save one or two, would be in jail yeah. if you were able to fucking put an x-ray over this right it feels like the whole 
whole story has this like little sauce dipping of race pathology in it too, where it's like, God damn it, the sneaky Slavs got in here and they tricked all our blacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. when Tim Wise, the the anti racism guru, so the white I think he's British, but he goes he trains like corporations for like how to not have racist employees or whatever. But uh, <laughs> after the election, he's like tweeting about how uh, Russia has ne- the only thing Russia has given us is Tetris, and it's like a backwards country and just like all what? This, like <laughs> racist what? stuff. Yeah. They're always <laughs> squatting. What's that about? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to my graph. <laughs> um, we should probably wrap up. Um, any anybody anything else you wanted to 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 jam in here before we get out of here? Nah. Yeah. The only thing I jam is a piece into a missing Tetris block. <laughs> Someone's got it. I'll play us out with the fucking uh, Tetris music. That shit slams. Yeah, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Um, oh, I'm the square block. Apparently there's some crazy story about the guy who wrote that music, but uh, I'll be for another That's episode. That's for another time. Anyways, um, yeah, so uh, blah, 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 thank you for continuing to listen to the show um as always all of our patreon episodes are on t- i don't know why i'm talking like this it was like it was like eric bergstrom <laughs> i I was, at, I was at creek bros Aww. and someone brought you up and then i started doing my impression of you and eric bergstrom walked up he's like are you making fun of me <laughs> but he said it are, are you, you making, making fun, fun of me, me? <laughs> I'm like, I guess I am. Trying to do a <laughs> podcast in the woods. You'll <laughs> probably lose your saved data in the woods. <laughs> oh, man. God, he used to do this. I don't know why he stopped doing this joke. When he was like, he was going kind of nuts for a while. He used to do this joke where he's like, uh, it's about Bukaki, And he's like, eventually you're just coming on other guys come. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great if you're trying to make a nightmare snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him do this joke in like two years. <laughs> the funniest no fucking joke ever. Um, Very on brand for us. <laughs> well, uh, shout out to Eric Bergstrom, great comedian. Yeah. yeah. Follow him. Live from outer space. And he oh, sounds like show. a spooky ghost. <laughs> I just did a show the other night. It's a great show. It's a great show. One uh, of the best. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah. Uh, for Patreon, if you're new to the podcast and you want to support us and get a fuck ton of bonus content, we do like an extra bonus episode every week, basically. Um, yeah, I feel like that Israel jazz. There's some more riffs being. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of theories about uh, Israel and the people who live. <laughs> well, there. okay, no, we have. <laughs> if you tr- if you like the Israel jazz, try the Palestinian blues on the Patreon. Hey. Yes, there we go. Um, name for it. We'll be talking about Israel on our uh, our bonus episode this week, where we talk about this insane Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, patreoncom slash America. Also, Kay Pritzker, who I interviewed, who's been doxxed by the Canary Mission, who's uh, that's yeah. Check <laughs> it out. That's insane. We're talking about Jewish conspiracy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, um, that is a satire. Yes, uh, sat- satire. Satire. Um. I will be going on tour for about a month starting in January and mid-January. Um, Philly fucking uh, blah, blah, blah. be coming down through, I, I can't really exact dates off the top of my head, like New Orleans, Atlanta, Lafayette, Houston, and then through the Southwest with my buddy Mishka Shubali. And in March, I will be opening for Patton Oswalt. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
at uh, in Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina, and Jacksonville, Florida. Nice. Both Vils. I'm gonna get that wrong. I, I put out all the dates. Um, and I'll I'll update my actual website this time and Are shit. Are you gonna be in Ratatouille? Um, yeah, I'm gonna be in Ratatouille. <laughs> I'm gonna play um like a just a affable cockroach <laughs> who jumps out of someone's uh, uh key lime pie. Um, <laughs> they throw up. <laughs> and they throw up. All right. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, follow me, ACLU official. Thanks. Uh, follow me at Anders Lee here. I'm Anders Lee, by the way. And come to our uh, show, Paid Protest. We're going to have it January 25th. So don't say you haven't been warmed because you got over a month. Yeah, pack your bags. On Twitter at Patak Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.